Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Start up, start up. Start up, Brooklyn boys. Start up, Brooklyn boys. Start up, start up, start up. They making noise. Start up. Start up, start up, start up, start up, start up. Episode 230 of the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. Hello. Yo. Yo. Hello. Hey. Yo. Oh, hey. We out here. <laughs> are we? We are, I, yeah. I, th- I think you out there. I'm not out there. Oh, I am way out there. I'm in outer space today. I'm on my second cup of caffeine. This one now being a double espresso that I made here at my house. Oh, with a little, look at you. A little Sambuca. Okay. <laughs> you have a large bottle of Sambuca, a little bottle of Sambuca. Well, no, a little a sifter. They call it a sifter of Sambuca. When you order it uh, after dessert, you know, they say, can, can, let me get a sifter of uh, of Sambuca. It's a sifter, not a snifter? Maybe it's a snifter. Snifter? I didn't even, even know her. Hi, yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no. Hey, you're going to have a little Sambuca tonight at the Italian restaurant you're going to? Oh, God. Yeah. I'm going to that place, Emilio's Bellato, the place that you went to. And Yeah, the, the yeah. name is like Ruth's Chris. So it was Bellato's and then Emilio bought it, but because it was a famous place. So oh, it's Emilio's Bellato. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. In case you're wondering about the name. Yeah. Well, so go ahead. You hooked it for once. Hold on. Let's yeah, mark this yeah, date in history. It's a big deal. <laughs> David Brody hooked me up to That's get into right. this restaurant. 
Brody had the hook on this restaurant and got me in. Can you imagine? That's right. This? Chef Anthony <laughs> is a big fan of the podcast, but he's been asking both of us to come eat at his restaurant for years. And, you know, I'm a man of the people, so I reply back to all my DMs. Right. And I, and I, I, hung, I became friendly with him, and I said, you know, we're trying. Then the pandemic hit, and then, you know, restaurants were closed. And then so finally I said, we're going to go. And so my wife and I went. I may have told you the story. My wife and I went uh, about a month ago. You did tell that was, that was Yeah, that was the night that we went to a Broadway show afterwards. Yep. And then went to Carmine's after that. Right. And did a chicken palm comparison yes. and baked clams. It was good. It was a good night. So you're... so. You're going tonight, thanks to my hookup. Yeah. But on Instagram today, which means you missed it yesterday, uh, Dwayne Wade and his wife were there for dinner. Oh, man. I, got, I missed him by a day. But you know what? You never know what the night is going to bring because- Oh, it's definitely a celeb place. It's a who's who kind of place. But it's not bougie. Let listeners know. The slices need to understand. This is one of those hole-in-the-wall Italian joints that have that are worn in, but still has that cachet where- well, celebrities might stop by. I mean, and it's, literally, in, the, it's in, the, in the village. Literally, uh, it's on Houston Street. It's yeah. literally a hole in the wall because there's a hole in the wall. The walls, the original <laughs> walls from the 30s, they're exposed concrete yeah. and brick. It's got like that, that, oh my God, this place has been here forever kind of vibe, but in a good way. Yeah. But there's only like, I want to say 10 tables in the place. Yeah. Maybe. And so it's not a bougie place, but it's a hard place to get into. Yeah. Because everyone wants people to go. show up there, and because they have basic run-of-the-mill Italian food, it's not bougie Italian oh, it's, food either. It's, it's like it's spaghetti not, and meatballs and like things like that, right? Red yeah. sauce stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't call it basic, but I would call it uh, I would call it standard Italian stuff. Via but it's so basic, but it's 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 very good. You'll enjoy it. Well, thank you. So, I, and I will have another double espresso tonight. Probably. And by the way, I'm, I've been on this espresso kick because I have my uh, my machine here. And uh, no, by the way, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Uh, Nes- uh, no, it's an espresso. It's an espresso machine, and I'm no. not 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 a sponsor. Uh, but I got a new delivery of coffee, and I was excited to try this Puerto Rican blend. It's uh, a Puerto Rico. It's a Puerto Rican oh. double espresso. Didn't you didn't you date a girl who was a Puerto Rican blend a few years, many years ago? Years ago. Yeah, uh, she was a blend of Cuban, Puerto Rican, Dominican. That was like years and years. And well, years. let me know if the coffee tastes similar. Oh, that that was gross. What the hell? What? Uh, but anyway, huh? so I put some sambuca in in yeah, my coffee, yeah. and 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 I liked it. There's this there's this some sambuca called Molinari. So Molinari comes from Italy. It actually is cheaper than the Romana, which is the the classic one that everybody, the one with the Colosseum on it, the blue and silver label. That's the one like eighty percent of the places yes. carry. That's like double the price of the Molinari. However, the Molinari tastes ten times better than the Romana because really? the Romana has all the chemicals and shit. Uh, pardon me, but it does. Oh. The Molinari comes from Italy, and it's it's a, a better tasting sambuca. So I didn't have my three beans though to put in it. You know, you're supposed to put three beans. Yes, you in float every them. espresso martini. The, they put those in the in the yeah in the espresso martinis. That's right. You, they they stand for the things like life, uh, health, and I don't know. There's three. Look, Google it. Don't tweet us. Uh, but anyway, they each each bean stands for something. And if you if you put any less or more beans in, uh, it's bad luck. That's what well, they say. 
Well, you don't, again, you don't have to tweet us because I, I can Google it. No. I just haven't. But uh, my wife and I went out to dinner where, two nights ago. Yeah. My daughter went to see Sabrina Carpenter at Webster Hall. Madhouse of a place. Crazy. Uh, busy. with uh, Line around the block to get in. Uh, you know, like, even ticket holders, they lined up early. Anyway, so we were like, oh, let's kill time while she's in the concert. We went for dinner on the Lower East Side of Manhattan mm -hmm. at a place called Fiasheteria. Okay. Uh, F I A S H E T T E R I A. Now, Alphabet's it's on Alphabet. It's in Alphabet City on Avenue C. Alphabet City is one of those neighborhoods that's not a really good neighborhood, right. but it's trendy. But it's not. So there's people on the street you're afraid of, but then there's really cool bars and restaurants and trendy people. Very hipster neighborhood. And then also, like, you feel like you're going to get killed. As you go, it's, well, actually, actually, you know, the Lower East Side starts with Avenue A, and then it goes B, C, D, like that, A, B, C, D, E. East, or, it goes uh, east, it ends east, on C. Right. So there was a time where you couldn't go past Avenue A. Like, you, you wouldn't right. go east of Avenue A to Avenue B, because B, C, D were like the pits. But then, they over the years, I guess, they just got... They got gentrified or whatever you want to call it. They, yeah, they, st they started doing that in the 90s. Yeah. They started adding like, you know, because the rent was cheap and the real estate was cheap. Actually, the, so, the, the Broadway show Rent was based yeah. on the Life Cafe, which I believe was on Avenue B. So yeah, in the, that area. It was, it was in that area. So And, and it was like everyone was down and out and, and, and desperate and stuff. And, yeah. So Rent had a big factor in people moving there yep. and making it a trendy hipster sort of. But again... There's also so, so what so the restaurant how are we on is on a, it is on a bad <laughs> on, it was on a bad street uh -huh. but but it had it's a beautiful restaurant yeah. and it had lights outside so the lights make it stand yeah. out like a beacon through the fog of of the neighborhood yeah and the reason well, I'm bringing it up is is that we had uh, it's Italian food but not red sauce Italian food so we had uh, it's like they make their own pasta you know I know how you like this there's a guy in the corner of the restaurant making fresh pasta and oh you God. watch him make oh. the pasta does he bathe it in, in, a, in a bowl of a, of a wheel of cheese <laughs> do you ever see the Parmesan Reggiano wheel the giant ass wheel and they it's carved out in the middle and they throw the yes. pasta in there yes and the hot pasta is in there and they're tossing it in the fucking yeah. cheese yeah. it's literally he, he, the, it's like it, it, the, the it's cheese, cheese is it, the cheese is the bowl, and the, and the, and then they flip the pasta, and then they pour it into your dish. I'm like, oh. oh now, 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 wait a minute. It tastes fantastic if you don't think about what's happening. Why? Because everybody's food has been in there. Yeah, but it's before it's been in there. There's other flavors in there. Wait, and and. I don't know how refrigerated that cheese is. Every time the hot food hits it, it cooks the cheese, and then it just sits there in the in the, in the dining room. It's not meant to be in the refrigerator. Parmesan Reggiano is supposed to be out. It is never in the refrigerator. In fact, I know, but but once it's cooked by the hot food, I don't know. I feel uh. like something's wrong there. Anyway, the guy's making pasta, and it's the menus were like printed out pieces of paper. Um, clotheslined, like clothespin, wooden clothespin to a brown paper bag. So one side of the menu was uh, appetizers and one side of the paper bag was, was clothespin to print it out uh, of the entrees. Very like low key, right? But, but the food was fantastic. But they come over with the wine list. You know what the wine list was? What? It's a, it's a metal handled basket with eight bottles of wine. And he goes, here is your wine list. And it's actually the bottles with prices around the neck of, the, of each bottle. And it says like glass and bottle. That was the wine list. He brought the bottles of wine in a basket with here's the wine list. Like it was as low key as possible. Like rather than print up a wine list, whatever bottles they have, they bring over in the basket. Oh my God. I love that. I love that. Yeah. But the food was excellent. Oh, really good. Now, 
Uh, uh, by the way. Um, but that I, wasn't my question. Th- oh, what is your question? I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, that's okay. After that, we realized that the concert had two more hours. So we went to a local bar. And the bar was empty when we got there because it was like, I don't know, 7 o'clock, 7.30. Yep. And so we were like the only ones. There was two people in the whole bar. And I got my wife her usual drink, which is a uh, dirty martini, uh, extra dirty, extra olives with uh, whatever the, the vodka she likes that they have at the time. And the guy gave her four olives mm-hmm. because she has for extra. There were so many of these fat olives oh. that they didn't fit in the glass. She had to put them in a, he had to put them in a separate it. glass. I love it. But my wife said that bartenders, as a rule, only give odd amounts of olives and that it was unusual to get four olives. It is unusual. I've only seen one or three. I've never yeah. seen four or two. So I said, maybe it's an extra one for good luck. She's like, it's not how it works. Not three. It's one three, or three. It's usually three. So is the fourth one the extra one when she said extra olives? Yes. Then she should, then he should have given five then, right? Or she should have done three. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Odd numbers only. Or three and then a couple on the side. But then I'm, that would be five. Yeah, but was it on the toothpick? You know? Yes, yeah, four uh, on the toothpick. Was it blue cheese olives? Mm, I don't know what that is. Oh my God, it's my favorite. No, no, oh, they were, they were, uh, they didn't have anything in them, but one of them had the pit. Let me tell you, you know me, I'm a vodka soda guy, but I'm a sucker for a, a, a nice, uh, dirty martini when they have blue cheese olives available. If that, if I see that, I'm getting the, I'm getting a, a dirty martini because I want I only to vodka, get to the blue cheese olives. I know your vodka soda, but weren't you like cranberry soda for a while? Cranberry vodka? Uh, dude, that was back in the beginning of my drinking days. I, I, as soon as I learned that the cranberry is nothing but sugar and it's not really good uh, for your urinary tract, like yeah. <laughs> then I said, I'm abandoning the cranberry. I thought it had health benefits. It yeah. does not. <laughs> That's what you were doing for your healthy. I'm gonna have cranberry and vodka. Yeah, I thought I figured the cranberry juice because you know what? Once again, this is like an, I guess an old wives' tale. People said, "Oh, have cranberry and vodka because the cranberry juice is good for you." Well, no, it's not. It's fucking sugar, and it's like seventy grams of sugar. But the no, time did a, woman t- did a woman tell you that because you know cranberry juice and pineapple juice allegedly? Um, oh, it makes my, it makes a sweet sweet. Sweet semen. Thank you, Jack Harlow. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, don't say that. I'm quoting a hip hop lyric from first class. Yeah. Jack Harlow. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, first. Not the version I, that's not the version I hear on the radio. Well, because they block it out. Oh, Fly I'm going to try to block class. out. I'm, I'm going to try to block that out as well. Up in the sky. Hey, so when we come back, I got to tell you about the balls on these people. And the, they're from Brooklyn, of course. The balls. On these people. All right. On these people. On these people. Okay. All right. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm embarrassed to be associated with them. Oh. You- with Bodie and Scary. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Is it your family members? Before the break, talking about the people that I don't want to be associated yeah, with. No, I was going to go no, back. Yeah. It's, it's, it's my people, your people, our people. people Ooh, from, I don't know if they're my people. I made this on the people now. People from Brooklyn. Ooh. So, Which part of Brooklyn? I believe. Our part of Brooklyn? I think they're, yeah, Bensonhurst. So, oh, Jesus all right, So, all right. I'm not going to give names. But Tony, I may, Vinnie, but I, but and I may, Mario. I may be, no, they're women. And I may give uh, occupation. Angela, Maria, and Rosalie. Probably. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, it, this sucks, but, you know, we've talked about this place on our podcast before. You know the uh, the butcher's block in New Jersey down in- Yeah, uh, the place you go to for steak and never invite me. That place, yeah. Um, $500 knives. They're down in Long Branch. Okay, yes, the steak knives. We've talked about the steak knives? Yeah, $500. Did we and we've talking about we've talked about the stolen steak knives before? That's How, why I keep saying five hundred dollars. Right. Did we talk about the two women specifically that were caught on camera with the steak knives that they? No. They, okay. Was this recent? I don't think yeah, it so. was in the during the summer. So, just a quick recap: this place has really expensive. They're two hundred fifty dollars steak knives, and 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 they they look like butcher's uh, mallet. Um, not a mallet. Uh, what do you call that thing? The, the chef's cleavers. Knives. Cleavers. They They're look cle- like little oh, mini. They look like little mini cleavers, and you cut All your right. steak with them. Anyway, okay. they cost about two hundred fifty dollars to make. Allegedly, that's what they're. I'm told, and that if you if you get caught stealing them, or if you don't return them, if you, if there's six people at a table and only five come back, they will charge you on the bill five hundred dollars for, and it'll say stolen steak knife. Yeah. Because they, they have the balls to do that. Now they try and get the knife back. They do everything they can because they don't want to charge you, and they don't want they want just want their money, their knife back. Well, every once in a while, people get away with the knife, and, and the waiter or busboy never sees it. So they find the surveillance camera and the, and the, the surveillance tape, and they embarrass people on their Instagram, the Block NJ. You got to follow them. Um, at the block NJ. So you go there and, and, and every once in a while they'll put up literal surveillance tape showing idiots on camera, probably half drunk, like shoving knives in their purses. On this one occasion, they posted the video of the surveillance. One woman had fire engine red hair. All right. 
<laughs> You're going to steal a steak knife when you have fire engine no. red hair. Fire engine no. red hair. And, and her friend, the two of them. And I, I heard that the woman, the other woman, has like a high-profile job for the city. Uh, I won't go beyond that. So what ended up happening is the block says, we, we tried to get the steak knives back. We saw them. They left without, without the steak knives. Our, our bad. I'm sorry. They left without us finding out. Then our bad. We didn't realize that uh, they did. And then we found the surveillance. And then we called the woman. Because keep in mind, every table is attached to a reservation with a phone number. Oops. Oopsies. They called the woman's number. She, they're like, you stole our steak knives. We just want our knife back. Click. Hung up on her. They, they keep calling. Click. They start. The woman blocks their number of the block. Do they think the block doesn't go quietly, Brody? So these so so they put the, the surveillance tape on on Instagram. And within minutes, dozens of people are identifying. I think they took it down by now, by the way, because they eventually got their knives back. Um, they, they, they embarrassed these women and, and, and people were like. This is so-and-so. This is her name. This is what she does for a living. I found her. I know who that is. Oh, my God. They're friends with my friends from Staten Island. I mean, you don't realize how much of a small world this is until you well, steal a steak knife and, in Brooklyn? and they blow up and they blow you up on, on social media. Good. So, so they got embarrassed. And keep in mind. Do you think they really got embarrassed? This doesn't sound like the kind of woman who gives a shit. The blo- the, yes, they had to have because the block... They blocked the block's phone number, and and then oh, and then, you, they blocked the block. They blocked block the, block. the block. They blocked the block on the phones. Wow. So they put the after the surveillance went up. They you know they people started giving them hot tips on who these people were. They had the woman's name, and then they Googled her. They found they started uh, putting up their their social media profiles and stuff, and it it became like thousands and thousands and thousands of views on social media. Why didn't you tell me this as it was happening? Needless to say. These, why didn't I tell you? I mean, this was, I mean, month, this was like a month ago in August. Well, and why didn't you tell, tell the know, morning? I should tell the podcast. I mean, I was going you know. to, I was going to, we were off for a all few right, weeks. This happened right, during right. the time we were off. Oh, so, okay. so, so they finally, I guess it's enough people called the, 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 the two thieves the, and they said to them, um, you're all over their social media. Why don't you give the knives back? I mean, it's embarrassing to get caught. You, they're showing video of you putting it in your fucking purse, and then you just leave, and then you you ignore everybody, and you ghost them? No, no. Well, needless to say, eventually they got their steak knives back. I spoke to the people at the block. I said, dude, what happened with that? And they were telling me, yeah, we got our knives back. But <laughs> fast forward two weeks ago. I was in Brooklyn at my friend's restaurant, Brooklyn Roots. Remember another Italian restaurant, Brody? Yep, yep, yep. And I was in there for this the the the, the uh, what was it? The sunrise of Sil- uh, the sunset of sunset of Sil- Sicily. It was a Sicilian dinner. I walk in, sit down. I see these two women that look so familiar to me. It was the woman with the fire engine red hair and her no. friend. Yes, they were having dinner about four tables away from me, and I'm telling my friends. Those are the fucking knife stealers. But isn't it amazing how I remembered them from social media because of the video that they posted on? I mean, talk about embarrassing. I, I wanted to, to warn my buddy, hey, dude, just, just watch table six. Yeah, they're going to take knives. <laughs> they're going to take your steak knives. I mean, well, the- did you go over and say hello? I was going to, and I was going to make a funny joke, you know, because, you know, whatever. Knife, knife, to, knife to meet you. <laughs> knife to meet. <laughs> but isn't that hilarious, though? You, you know, you, you think you. Uh, you know, you, you catch these people, they were caught red-handed 
what, is that even a thing anymore? Red handed? I don't know. Yeah, sure. That, uh, and and then and then they finally give the knives back, but now they they have a lifetime of, of embarrassment ahead of them. It's it's the price you pay. It's the consequences because the block fought back and put the surveillance tape up uh, on their social. I don't know. I, I find it really hilarious, but um, sad at the same time. I mean, because we all know people who've stolen from restaurants, right? Like salt shakers and shit. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We do know people like that, but you know, I don't do it. Um, you know, but we, it just, it, it gives you, it, it lets you think about it twice now because there's so there's video cameras everywhere. Why would you want to do anything so foolish, right? Especially when it when it's such a high profile thing. Yeah, right. Like yeah. if you're at Outback Steakhouse and you steal a knife, they're not going to go after you. But it's not a two hundred and fifty dollar knife. That's like, exactly it. And I have to be honest with you. What do you want the knife for? What do you want a, a, a butcher block? Well, I will say they're really uh, cute. And, uh, and you when, you're, when you're drunk, you may want to steal the knife. I warned my, so, um, I, I warned my friends who went there. I said, whatever you do, don't steal the knives. I know they're cute. And I know they'll make great little souvenirs. Because th- th- there's nothing like them. They're very unique. They're one of a kind, these knives. Yeah. You can't find them anywhere. So people may you know, get a little hammered and take the shit. But anyway, these two women uh, are from the neighborhood, Brody. So... That's uh, our well, constituency. That and that's the kind of neighborhood we come from. And that's where we're from. <laughs> if there ever was a lesson to be had, it's don't oh, trust spe- speaking don't trust of where us. we're from. My wife is a big fan of TikTok restaurants. So she follows a lot of foodies. And so if she sees a, a, a well-presented restaurant on TikTok that she wants to go to, she'll send it to me. Right? She's challenging me to eat at foofier places with fancier food. So she sent me a place. The food looks a little foofy. It's Italian. But it looks delicious. And I have a feeling you may have been there, but it doesn't look like it belongs in the neighborhood it's in. It's a place in Brooklyn called Fausto. Have you been? Sure have. Okay, tell me, tell me about it. Real quick, tell me about it. Uh, is it too fancy for Brooklyn? Because I know where it it's, is. It's a Brooklyn hipster. Yeah, it looks fancy. I didn't see anything with red sauce. I've been there, yes. I've been there with, uh, with Robin. And let me just okay. make sure this is the one on Flappish Avenue. Yep, that's the one. Yep, been there. Excellent. All Excellent right. restaurant. But it's so not you. I'm looking at, there's like an egg in the middle of a pasta dish. Yeah. Although I do see tagliatelle with meat yep, on it, yep, like a yep, ragu. It's, 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 I'll say this. It's, um, it's very, it's uh, Italian food in a uh, three-piece suit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's nice. bougie, but no, the foodies but in the in the TikTok video now it's great are all dressed down. It's high. It's it, it's 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 awesome. It, it's great food. It's uh, excellent. Yeah, right. I'll tell you what, you don't leave with indigestion. In there. I mean, I <laughs> no offense to what I'm going to eat tonight, but you know, you eat that crazy. This is nonstop red sauce and stuff. You know, all of a sudden you're like, oh my god, I ate too much. I roll me out of here. I'm in a food coma. I'm going to have a food baby. Yeah, uh, all right. You, well, no, that's but you're not going to get that there. You're going to get just the right amount. It's going to be so good. You're going to be able to sleep at night. You're not going to have uh, agita, or you're not going to need the the brioche. You know what a brioche okay. is? It says Alka Seltzer. Alka Seltzer in the. <laughs> it's the blue bottle with the white. White and red label of, and it says Brioski on it, and they look like crunchy cheese, white crunchy cheese doodles. That's the best way I could put it. And you put it into your your uh, your seltzer or your 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 water, and it just fizzes up. Oh, gives it. A yeah, little. I, I had a Sicilian neighbor. So my my neighbor was uh, living with a guy who was much older than she was. So let's say she was in her forties, he was in his sixties. Old world Sicilian, one of the best cooks I've ever met in my life. Yeah. And he talking like he talking like this, you know, like a, uh, a little like that. So whenever I was sick as a kid, 
Uh, my parents would give me a little Alka-Seltzer, which, by the way, I hate. I hate seltzer. I hated Alka-Seltzer. That may be why I hate seltzer. But he'd always go, hey, give me a, 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 a Brumsky. What is it? A, 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 what is it? Brioski. A Brioski. Yeah, not a Blumsky. Just make sure. Oh, Blumsky. <laughs> it sounds like something you find on Pornhub. No, that's a Blumpkin. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So, but he would, I guess that was the Italian, what the Italians did was that, the Brioski, whatever. Yeah. And, and, the, and the Jews, we had Alka-Seltzer. B-R-I-O-S-C-H-I. Look at it. Brioski? Brioski. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> they still, they haven't changed the image, the, image, the packaging one iota. <laughs> Brioski lemon flavored effervescent. I can get it on Yummy Bazaar right now for seven ninety five, and it's oh, a, it's the fantastic. big bottle. Fantastic! Hey, that um that Italian restaurant in Brooklyn. Do they have mac and cheese? Which one? The uh, the Fausto, Fausto? place. The, I don't the fancy remember. Place. Well, the, the, it's, again, it's so fancy. They switch up the menu all the time. It's, full, it's seasonal, and then well, they do you know they do like specials and things. All right, they probably don't have mac and cheese, but they, you know I, what I'm mac gonna, and I'm cheese go is. With, I'm gonna go with no. You know what mac and cheese is, right? It's yeah, uh, it, yeah of yeah, course. Yeah, bah, 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 you know what it is. I know. Bah, so bah, bah, I want, I want, I want to shout out uh, Bell M B seventeen B E L L M B seventeen, who tagged me in a post. There is a woman on Twitter. Now, uh, there's there's speculation as to uh, uh, people were believing this, and I, I just want to say it's another one of those false uh, acronyms. So she tweeted. You don't need to call it Mac and Cheese. Mac is already an acronym for Mac and Cheese. You might as well say ATM machine. Mm. Oh, no, 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 no. No, Mac is not short for Mac and Cheese. Not an acronym. Mac is short for macaroni. It's macaroni and cheese shortened to Mac and Cheese. Did you correct this person? Yes. Yes, and then I and and then, uh, but I I also noticed how many people were like I was today. I swear to God, scared. I was today years old when I learned this. Mind blown. I had no idea. And then there were people saying, "I say ATM machine all the time. What's the problem?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, right, well, enough with that. We've beaten that dead horse. I mean, no, I, I we need to retire that from the grammar. But police. the mac and cheese was another one. That, that, I was that, like, that is oh. a, uh, no, yeah, no, no. All right, it's the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. 
Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Scary. Have you ever thought something was dead and it wasn't? <laughs> like a relationship? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you. Yeah. Like, you ever see something in the street, you thought it was dead, then it moved? Oh, like a, like a creature, like a, a, an yeah. insect or something, or a rodent. Something. Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. So uh, my pool is still open. Today is October 7th. I have a heated pool. And it was supposed to close on Monday, so a few days ago. And it rained, and then so the pool company didn't come, and so it's still open. So I figured if it's going to stay open, I'll keep it clean. Because usually when I know the guy's coming, I take the vacuum out, I turn the heat off, I turn the, the pump off, and I let it sit. Yep. yep. And then he shows up. I don't care at that point. Well, he, he didn't come. So now I have leaves in my pool. I'm like, oh, I got to because the, the leaves are falling. So I go out to the pool and I'm cleaning out the leaves with the, uh, the long handled netting. And I would tell you, Scary, every summer or every season, I finally, I find one to three dead chipmunks in the little filter basket that you lift out to get the leaves out on each side of the pool. And they're dead and they're, they're like, um, they're stiff, like uh, rigor mortis is set in. So what I have to do is I have to get gloves Ugh. and take the basket out. Oh. Then I dump it onto like a handheld skimmer this is the, and, I, and I fling it like a, like a highlight player. This is the dark the, side. In, the dark side of the, the pool. Yeah. 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 And, and by the way, I would still rather have the chipmunks in my pool dead than you. Anyway, so uh, I'm cleaning out the leaves and I see in the corner of my pool, not in the filter basket, in the corner of my pool is a floating, what I believe to be dead chipmunk. Little dead chipmunk. And I go, oh, I should have closed the pool yesterday and this guy would be alive. I feel terrible. So I get a couple of more leaves out. I don't rush over to him immediately. And then I, I, I stick the hand skimmer in the pool to lift it out and fling it in the forest. Sure. Well, when I put it in the water, it re he reacts to it, or she. I don't know how he identifies. Or she. <laughs> And, and, and the little chipmunk starts doing the dog paddle, which I guess is the chipmunk paddle as well. And he's like, <laughs> trying to get out of the pool. Oh, my God. So I'm he like, was just go, doing the backstroke, going for a swim, and then you just came in there with the shocker. No, I think he was like, I think he was floating, but like out of breath. Like for the split second oh. I was there, he wasn't, or maybe he was playing dead, like, uh-oh, just got cheese it. The guy's coming with the net. Look out. So he stopped moving. So... I go under and scoop him to try to like put him on the deck of the pool. So when I do the scoop, he starts running up the thing towards my arm. Oh my God. 
So what do I do? What would you do at that point? I would l- drop the net. I'd get it. I'd get the fuck out of there. I don't know. I mean, I'd throw my hands up or something. I don't right. know. So I have I have a handheld skimmer, which which it's supposed to be the end of a stick, but I'm holding the part that goes into the the handle. So it's really like a foot long, maybe. Yeah. And it's like a you know it's a, it's like a tennis racket basically with yeah. no handle. And so I I I don't drop it because my arm is over the pool, and if I drop it, he's going back in the water. So I go. I push it forward. To make it past the edge of the pool onto the concrete, the tiling around Ugh. my pool. So he goes flying and lands on his feet and, and, I, and doesn't move. I assumed he was going to run off. So he stops. I go, oh, my God, I broke his legs. Oh, my God, I broke his legs. Or I killed him. He's now not moving on the deck of my pool, which means, number one, I got to pick him up. Number two, I saved him from drowning and killed him on the sidewalk of my pool. <laughs> Is that so, what happened? Okay. Well, again, Scary, now what would you do? He's laying there. He's soaking wet, or she. I would, I would run wet. up to it and stamp next to it, like stamp my feet loud, make a loud noise, and, see if it runs and, away. And you wouldn't be afraid it would run up your leg? No. At that point, no. Okay. I'm much so bigger I, than it. I leave it and I go, oh my God, it's in the deep end of my pool on, off to the side, you know, uh, out on the deck. I go, oh my God, I, oh, I feel terrible now. What do I do? I'm like, if he has a broken leg, do I take him to a vet? Like, I don't know what to do. He's not moving. So I go about uh, doing the rest of the pool, getting the leaves out. And I see him. He stands up slowly like a fighter who got punched out. And he, he shakes off like a dog, wet dog. And he scampers off. He must have been like knocked cold by the flight. <laughs> I, had, I had a non-flying squirrel <laughs> flying and, and I must have knocked him out because hey, I didn't Rocky, break anything why don't you pull a rabbit out of my hat uh, Rocky yeah uh, gee Rocky <laughs> so yeah watch me pull a squirrel out of my pool uh, excuse me uh, uh, chipmunk yeah uh, an I'm, incredible I'm like, uh, impression on my part I know yeah no, that was great um, yeah. what is your dog howling at is there another chipmunk in your pool what's going on over there you know what? My other two dogs have been groomed today, so he's alone. Uh, and so he's barking Which one out the is window. That? That's Percy. Percy. See, the Bijans have to get groomed every Percy. month. Have mercy on ha- us, Percy. Come on, Percy's man. Percy's only a- half. Yeah. We're, on, we're doing on. a podcast over here. What's going on? I'd love to know. Oh, no, don't mute the microphone. No, I'm not going to yell in the mic. We, go, we yell away from the mic. What's the dog yelling at? Who's here? Percy! <laughs> Percy! Tell me. Come here. Come get a cookie. He can't come because I have the gate up on the on the uh, room. Uh, so he's barking. Well, right, well, so okay, anyway, he's barking at somebody. Maybe you have an intruder or something. No, I, it sounds different when he barks when there's an intruder. Okay. Then he's more like, right. like a dog pirate. Well, um, <laughs> are you, um, so what else is going on here? I, I, have, a, I, have, a, I have a bit of a rant. Oh, I, I. Actually, I, and I, I, people heard this who listened uh, to the Elvis Duran show this morning. Heard this rant this morning. Elvis let me go off for a good minute on the show because this is just unacceptable. And this is just needs to be this. People need to learn for life and not to take shit. Because well, I did not hear it because I, it was earlier than when I got yeah, up. So this is yeah, new to me. This is new. It'll be new to you and to a lot of people that don't listen to the show or don't listen live. Okay. Although I was on the show today. Yes, you were. I, so why don't I you called in as we go to break? Why don't you explain where you're going to be? If people hear this podcast in the next 24 hours. Well, why don't I tell you after the commercial? Because it's a whole long to-do. Is it to-do? Or is it much to-do? Is it much to-do about nothing? Oh, it's much to-do about something. Oh. How about that? Or how about... 
How about that? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Now, <laughs> um, okay, I, 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 I'm not as wound up as I was earlier this morning. I'm going to try and be mm-hmm. calm about this. But I'm, no, but I'm at, no, calm about a ranch. All right, this is, all right, listen. You've heard me talk about the perfect omelet on this podcast before, right? Yeah, you're a you're, I'm you're a finicky fanatic. with I'm a your fanatic. omelets. First of all, I'm a, you, you don't know, eat the bulk eggs at you, the buffet. You know, right? I hate bulk eggs. I want the omelet guy making omelets live because it's fresh. Now, I as am opposed not, to pre-recorded. I'm not <laughs> when they make it live, as opposed to don't, right in front of your face. Don't write it. We'll do it live. <laughs> they do it in front of your face. You know what I'm saying? That's what yeah. I like. I don't like. <laughs> yeah, I don't like. I don't like scrambled eggs in a chafing dish pan that are like like half coagulated, half watery, and what it just word clumps of shit. Say? Coagulated, <laughs> coagulated. How do you pronounce that word? Quag, Co- coagulated, Co- coagulated. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I want my eggs corrugated to- like cardboard. Right. So, so, and, and and this goes for anyone who has had a breakfast sandwich and and is like, fuck, man, you, this sucks. You're a breakfast place. You do this for a living. You do this over and over and over, thousands of times a week. You should know how to make eggs for people, right? It's a very simple task. And furthermore, 
people should get a decent egg sandwich or egg product because, again, it's the beginning of the day. You're setting the table. You're setting your tone for your morning. you got to have something. But how do you fuck up eggs? Well, I got an omelet this morning from the place that I always said that I will never fucking order from because they fucked me over 10 times. And then today... Andrew from the big show comes in and says, we're ordering from that place again, Scary. And I always say no. And I'm like, they always fuck me over. And then today I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give them an 11th chance. The omelet shows up. It's fucking brown as the day is long. Fucking brown, crusty fucking omelet. There's brown eggs? It has nothing to do with brown eggs. I don't care brown or white <laughs> eggs. I'm talking about the final product. That means they threw no, not enough butter on the grill or they threw Pam on there or... They let the butter burn because the butter, burning butter, and then you throw the egg on top of burning butter, it will fucking turn the whole thing brown. It'll fuck you over. Oh, burning butter is bitter bitter and brown. It was like the bitter brown fucking burned eggs. So I was... Is that like the crappy crepe? So it... The crappy crepe. So I started bitching (laughs) on air. I was screaming. I was like, I never saw you... It gets so angry. Like he was laughing his ass off because I would personally had, I was like, you know, it totally, totally fucked up my morning because all I wanted was just an omelet and, and they should be light and fluffy. You cook mm-hmm. them slow and low. If you cook slow and low, that is, that is, that is the, the tempo. tempo. I said that on the air and <laughs> nobody got it. <laughs> it's a beastie Thank you, boys. Beastie boys. Thank you, beastie boys. <laughs> and, and if you cook them slow and low, you will always get the perfect egg and a perfect omelet, the perfect scramble, whatever. Slow and low. Yes, you're supposed to have butter in there or margarine or whatever the fuck you put in there. Olive oil. Who cares? Grease. Crisco. It doesn't matter. If, this, if that shit is burned and it's too hot, it will fucking burn the egg immediately. So... It tasted like, it had the consistency of like a fucking, like a, a sponge. It was like a spongy, disgusting mess. And I, I, I let, let them hear it. I fucking let them have it. Now, I didn't mention the place on the air. Again, you know, businesses are struggling everywhere. I don't want to go mm-hmm. off on them. But man, oh man, why the fuck can't you make an egg if that is what you do? You are a breakfast place. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. There's a, and, and, and there's a right and a wrong way to do eggs. And I don't mean to be a bitch about it because people are sitting there right now saying, Scary, you're such a bougie asshole. But you know what? You, shouldn't sub, uh, you should not stand for subpar breakfast food either. When it comes to eggs, and by the way, it was not just the eggs. The bacon was as greasy as fuck. And then the, the, the toast was like a, was, wasn't even toasted. It was like a flimsy piece of half-toasted bread. It was the suckiest piece of shit. And the hash, I don't even, I didn't even talk about the fucking hash browns. The hash brown was mush, mush in a plate. I'm like, what the fuck is this? If I consume this entire meal, I, I, I'm going to go home. I'm going to need some <laughs> I'm going to need something. <laughs> I, it was the most disgusting thing. I'm like, how the fuck do they serve this? And, and not only that, it costs a lot of money. You're paying a lot of money for these, for these breakfasts. So it, it just gets your day off in the wrong way. And you people should, but people settle for the subpar breakfast. If more people complained and said, don't, these eggs are fucking brown and fucking burned, take them back. Then people will do better. I, I right, so what they say? What they say when you called and complained? I knew you were going to get me on this. I didn't because you just you no. just said what did I do? You just said it. If people <laughs> complain, they'll get better. I threw it in the garbage pail and I and I fucking cursed them out and, and walked off. That was wow, it. Wow, you are a failure in my eyes, sir. Well, I, we were doing a radio show. We were doing the morning show. I couldn't like stop and go in the back room. You know, we we had stuff to do on the radio. I could have just. 
it just sucks. The, rate, the show takes 10 minute breaks to go to commercials and songs and everything. You could have called or you could have had somebody call. And then when they were on the my phone, run is, no, you let po- them get away with it. My, now my, tomorrow they're going to fuck up somebody's eggs. My, the thing is this, more people need to not complain, but get in there and be like, no, this is wrong. Do over, do over, right. do and over. Then you, and then and, you and didn't. At some point, the place, but the thing is, nobody's done that. The thousands and thousands of customers. No, you didn't point, do it. What, yeah. if they, what if they got nine complaints and they were waiting for one more complaint to fix the problem and get a new egg guy? They don't, and you didn't call. The thing is, I don't, want someone else get fired. Sh- I don't want someone to get fired either. I just want someone to like teach these people how to make a basic thing. Well, how are they going to know if you don't tell them? Don't you know. can't say I want someone to complain my, so they get my, better. My at point it. is, people every day are suffering and just sitting there eating a, a a breakfast that's like half like like say okay ugh, this is whatever it's 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 barely passable but it's edible so i'm just gonna eat it it sucks no you're right. you shouldn't have to say that at the end of your your breakfast sandwich it should well, be fucking like right. boom that was so good and it puts you in a, it catapults you to a better mood like oh because this one place we go to I always it always has the opposite effect. I always feel like, wow, I'm having the best day ever. And I realize it because the breakfast was quality. Those were great, perfectly scrambled eggs. They were light and fluffy. The avocado was nicely <clears throat> thin sliced. They had a nice fresh croissant. A croissant. A croissant. A croissant. A croissant. It, that, that tastes did you nice, pay, did you nice pay for buttery. breakfast today? No, Elvis bought breakfast. Yeah, that's why you didn't complain. That's why you didn't call them, because it wasn't your money. Because it wasn't your money. Because if I because if, if I was there and, and he bought the breakfast, I still would have said something on principle. Why should he why should he pay for breakfast and then he gets shit product for his employees, for his coworkers? You should have said something. I'm just but saying, I'll tell you what, yeah. I went to dinner over the weekend, last weekend, and I didn't complain about something. You would have been proud of me. Uh, How's this possible? How is this possible? Well, we this went is out happening. To a restaurant. This is happening. This is like the third time this has happened now in a month. We went to a restaurant that I'm not going to say the name, but it sounds like Reasons 25. Is this David Brody's hologram I'm talking to right now? No, no. The restaurant. It sounds like Reasons 25, <laughs> but that's not the name of it. <laughs> if you have dyslexia, you may get <laughs> maybe. Okay. So I ordered, my wife ordered a, a I don't know, a tuna, a, a salad with like tuna tartare, like steak tuna fillets around it, whatever. And I had the, the pork chop on the bed of Yukon mashed gold potatoes. Oh, yeah. Okay? Meat and potatoes. That's me. You know that's my plate. And the, the, so when we got there, the first thing we ordered was a flatbread pizza. So we said, oh, what, what flatbread pizzas? We can't decide which one we should get. So the girl says, Hey, um, uh, I would recommend the pesto pepper one, uh, but um, there's one that's not on the menu. It's a Philly cheesesteak uh, flatbread. It's not on the menu, but uh, it's really, really good. I said, well, why is it on the menu? Well, it's a special, but it's like limited time and it's not on the menu. I said, oh, we'll have that because we couldn't decide. We're like, oh yeah, my wife and I love Philly cheesesteak. We'll have that. So she comes back. She says, oh, we're out of the Philly cheesesteak. Oh. What? What? She says, we just sold the last one. I go, no, you didn't. How is that, po- po- that possible? Not Listen, possible. I understand you You order the halibut or the snapper and, and they're fresh fish that come in and that's the last piece of the night and see ya, we're done. Yeah. But how do you run out of steakums? They must have been out of, they, right, they must have been out of steakums. <laughs> All right, so we, we ordered the other flatbread. What the fuck? 
Okay. Or, we ordered the flatbread and we're sitting there for like 15, 20 minutes. There's no flatbread coming. Yeah. The waitress comes back and she, she sees that we have our drinks and she says, oh, uh, how was the flatbread? So I said, I wouldn't know. It never came. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I told him. You the old I told him. Mm. So then so then uh like two minutes later, he comes out with the flatbread and he brings it to us and it was fine. And then our food comes out. My wife's salad comes out and my pork chop comes out. And my pork chop has the diamond grill marks. But an inch around the edge of the pork chop, a semicircle C of my pork chop is charred black. Burnt. Semicircle? Well, like a, like a crescent, a like crescent. a crescent of, of an inch around. Did like somebody a try and brand it. Are they trying to tell you something? No, I think the flame was shooting up and it burned the edge of my pork chop. <laughs> so I said, well, you know what? Maybe it's just the, the, uh, the sauce maybe yeah. that got blackened <laughs> and is like, you know, so I take a little piece off and it's, it's like, it's like chewing a, a piece of charcoal. Uh. It's, so I, I said, oh, my wife says, you go ahead, just send it back. So I, the, the waitress comes over and I say, listen, this is burnt. She goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I'll get you another Okay. So it said, sounds like, you, I said, right there, you know, that sounds like a complaint. Well, well, I, oh, hold on. So uh, the, uh, the uh, manager comes over. Uh, so they bring me a new pork chop and it's fine. It's not burnt. Now my wife is, you know, I, this is the typical thing. She's half done with her salad. Now I have to race to catch up to her, right? The manager comes over. And she says, oh, I'm so sorry. Is the second pork chop better? I heard what happened to the first one. Yes, it's fine. You know, it's okay. I said, we're also a little disappointed about the Philly cheesesteak uh, flatbread. We were told we could order it and we're out of it. She says, yeah, it's very popular. I'm sorry about that. But I'm sorry about your pork chop, but I'm glad the second one is good. She says, have a nice night. And she walks away. I go, well, that's kind of shitty. You didn't say anything, you know, like offer anything, whatever. That's what. That's my typical free dessert story. When I was a manager, we burnt your steak. You're, the other people at the table are eating. You're waiting for your food to be redone. Offer your free dessert. So I'm like, yeah. So my wife says, well, I was disappointing. Yeah, all right. So the, they come over at the end of the meal, and she says, would you like to see the desserts, the dessert menu? Sure. So she comes over, and she's got like a, a spiral staircase of little glass cups that you would see at like TGI Fridays. Yep. They're like three-inch high individual desserts. And she's like, oh, we have... Uh, tiramisu and cookies and cream and s'mores and uh, pumpkin and whatever. Uh, she says, would you, would you like one? So like, oh, we'll, we'll share one. They were $3, scary. $3 each. We had one. <laughs> okay. The bill comes. <laughs> all right. All right. She doesn't take the dessert off of our bill. Oh. <laughs> A $3 dessert. <laughs> so that my was that a mistake says, or was she? No, no, uh, no one ever offered. So my wife says, well, you're not getting free dessert tonight. Wah, wah, wah. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say anything. We're out for it. No, I'm dressed up nicely. We're out for it. Cause it's an upscale place, right? It's, it's right now. It's near Capitol Grill. We always go to Capitol Grill. It's a fancy schmancy place, right? It's not like bougie bougie, but it's upscale, right? It's not TGI Fridays, right. which I love. It's a, it's a cut above. Again, it sounds like Reasons 25. So we go home. <laughs> Reasons 25. We go home. That was Saturday night. Monday, my wife texts me and says, call me now. I said, what's going on? She said, well, I got an email survey. How was my experience at Reasons 25? Yeah. So I wrote back. Oh, boy. What happened? The food was good, but. 
and was disappointed that the, the manager didn't do anything. That's it. She said she wasn't going to complain, but they asked her her opinion. They sent her a questionnaire. A woman from customer service calls, um, the, I'm sorry, the general manager of the, of the restaurant calls my wife an hour later and says, we just got your survey. I'm terribly sorry. We will be sending you a $50 gift card. Oh, so we, did, we didn't have to free ask dessert. for anything. Right, but they gave it to you anyway. So my wife got free dessert because she filled out the survey. Well, you're a couple. So, you're a couple. And you're we're a couple of somethings. <laughs> yeah, but my point is, she wasn't going to say anything. I wasn't going to say anything. We were disappointed, but we weren't going to say anything. They sent out the questionnaire. They got what they asked for. Yep. And, and I got 50 bucks towards a, yep. more than free dessert. So there you go. So I didn't complain. You didn't. I still got free dessert. You, Brody, I, I'm very, very proud of you. See, the, this, the free dessert came. It was this free dessert karma. Karma. It was I got karma. The, karma. the karma came. See? Yeah. All right. See, now, now, I feel it, good now. It was covered in caramel, too. Not yet. Not really. No, no, not that. At some point, now, now we, the next time we come back from commercial scary, yep. I got to tell you what I'm doing at Comic-Con and what yes. I, I'm releasing right. today and what I have on sale. But before that, we are going to yes. take a commercial, and I'm going to have somebody on the phone coming up next because- uh, we're not a sports podcast. Tell my story. We have to talk. We have to talk to somebody right, because well, I I'm a infuriated. I want to talk about that also. I'm infuriated with this person. For uh, everyone's entitled. Is it, is to, it everyone's entitled to the Atlanta Braves. No, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Okay, but this opinion is wrong, which okay, is also not, an opinion. It's not anyone I know, is it? Oh yeah. The Brooklyn Boys Podcast. We will be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Excuse me while I make this phone call here. Do-do-do. Hopefully she answers. Oh, she? Yeah. Yep. Got to do this. she have red hair? Yes. Oh, this is going to get ugly. She has an... Oh. Uh, Danielle! Hey! Hey, it's Scary and Brody. Brody and Scary, the Brooklyn Bro- Boys podcast. Hey, Brody and Scary, Scary and Brody. How are you? This is the second time I'm talking to you today, Danielle. I know. it's my. I mean, I feel like I'm honored. Actually, I was talking to Greg T. about you today, Brody. Oh, the, Jer- the Jersey kid. Oh, what were you saying? Oh. Yes, because he is so excited for you for Comic-Con and the fact that you're doing this with Wacky Packs. And he was like, uh, this bu- bu- is so bu- cool wacky for Brody. Pa- and I said, Wacky yes. Packages. Yeah. Wacky Packages. Yes. Yeah. Well, I uh, I interacted with Greg T. Let me tell you something about the, the Jersey kid, Danielle, if, you, if I might interrupt for a second. I yeah. texted him last night and I said, hey, I have, I have a new song for you, which I'll give details about later. It's my new Mets okay. song. And I said, yeah. like, if you want to play it on, on your radio station, it's more of a uh, rhythmic, dancey song that your station would probably play over, over uh, a Z100 in New York. Okay. So... T sends back. You can't stop him from texting. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I said, look, I got to go. I'll send you an email, but I'm getting back in my pool. A pool. What are you doing in your pool? T, I have the heater on. Let me go. I have, I'm watching the football game in the pool. I got to get back in the pool. I'm getting cold. Don't, don't text me. I got to go. What do you mean you have TV? T, I really want to get back in the pool. Well, you can't get back in the pool. I, gotta, I understand. How do you do the TV? What do you? Okay. So that, so that was, la- that was last night. This morning. That sounds about right. <laughs> this morning, Scary tells me, hey, listen, we want you to call into the show at 820 to talk about what you have going on. I said, great. Yeah. So T texts me at 810 and he says, hey, man, uh, I got the song. I got some questions. I said, well, listen, uh, everything's in the email. Everything you need to say about the song is in the email. But I'm I'm getting ready to go on the morning show with, with the, you know, the Elvis show. I can't talk now. Don't text me back. Well, what are you doing in the Elvis show? What are, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> One question begat the next, begat the next, begat the next. I said, That's listen, T, works. I gotta go, I gotta go on. I'm gonna be a Comic Con tomorrow. I, I'm going on in a couple of minutes. I gotta keep the phone clear. Uh, I, I'll talk to you later. What do you mean you be a Comic Con? What are you doing at Comic Con? <laughs> T, look, I'm gonna be signing order. I so I sent him the copy and paste of what I've been posting. I said, this is what I'm doing. It's all your questions answered. I gotta go. I'm about to call into the show. This is amazing. I'm so proud of you, bro. I said, okay, great. Don't text anymore. I'm good. So he writes back, but you don't understand. This is a big deal. This is something I, you, you, you like this since you're a kid. This is amazing. Well, listen, I can't play the song. I can't play the song because we're going two hours commercial free and it's nonstop music. So I wrote back, it's okay. If you don't play the song, it's fine. Have a great morning. I'm calling in now. He sends me a screenshot of his computer log where he, he plays the music out of on, on his station to show me yeah. all the music that's lined up. I go, okay, stop texting me. I believe you. I'm not mad. Bro, you know I love your stuff. 
I would play it, but I got two hours of commercial free. You know, bro, we go, bro, we go way back. We go way back. I would play anything. I go, I go, stop. I know. So I go, it's all good. I love you. Have a great day. It's all good. Whatever you do is fine. Are you sure it's okay? Whatever you do. T, I'm going on the air. Stop texting me. All right, bro, I won't text you again. <laughs> he has to he has to text me that he's not going to text me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's Greg T uh, in a nutshell. Now, Dan- now Dan- I'm going to get upset about Danielle because I know how Danielle is. Well, Danielle, I by the way, she is. She's got no. Danielle doesn't even doesn't know why. First of all, Danielle doesn't know why I'm calling. I didn't. Plan. I know why you call. You don't even tell Danielle. Didn't, he didn't tell me. He said you have an opinion on sports, and I already know what it is without even you saying a word. I know what it is. I don't. So I'm going to let you go. Let, hold on, let let her talk and but uh, and let let me explain. Let me lead Danielle into what she's. Gonna, I'm already infuriated. And Brody has no clue I was even calling you or whatever. But No, but I was mad at Danielle in 2000 when they played each other in the Subway Series. This has I know to, what she's going to say. This has nothing to do with that, okay? Okay. Now, okay, now, all right. So, uh, you ever, okay, obviously Aaron Judge uh, set American League history. He surpassed Roger yeah. Maris, 60-second home run to his 60, to 61, yada, yada. We all know that. Now, yeah. the... Um, now, as it turned out, the guy who caught that ball, all right? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. the second, no, this is not going in the direction Bernie may think it is. Oh, uh, okay. The guy who caught that ball, all right, mm-hmm. is uh, the, the 60-second home run. Danielle right. was doing the story. And then, yeah. the other day, on, on the air. And then Danielle imparts her opinion during the story, yeah. all right, which, which she'll tell you in a second. And then me and late Nate on the show look at each other like, is she fucking crazy? What the no, fuck? What the fuck? I, 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 so, I know Danielle. Danielle. I'm going tell you right now. Danielle, Danielle you're full of shit. Da- no, 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 no. No, it's not. No, this isn't a fact. Wait, this is an, it. It's an opinion. Bro, yes, hold, yes. hold your fire. I'm Danielle, so mad already. Why don't you explain what your opinion is about the guy who caught the 60-second home run from Aaron Judge and what he should do with so, the ball? Go for it, Danielle. So my opinion is that... In my eyes, the, the ball belongs to Aaron Judge, but hopefully, but hopefully, Aaron Judge would take that ball and put it in a museum. Let the you know the fans see it, do things with it, maybe bring it to children's hospitals, and you know stuff like that. I think that if this guy, if, look, the guy's not even a Yankee fan that caught it. Even if better. he was a Yankee fan, if he was a Yankee fan, I would say, okay, if you want to keep it. For yourself, for your family, for your kids—that's a different situation. Maybe this guy's not even a Yankee fan. Okay. He wasn't even wearing a Yankee hat. He was wearing that Texas hat. Okay, he—he. He, I just think, don't be a greedy bastard and give the freaking ball back to Aaron Judge, and maybe Aaron Judge will be kind enough to give you a little something. Now here's the thing, Danielle. This just just goes to show Danielle as sweet. She is so sweet as apple pie, yeah. and so innocent. But <laughs> the guy, by the way, shit. By the way, Corey Yaumans is the guy who caught it. All right. Now, here's the thing. This is Yeomans, maybe. Yeomans, Yaumans, whatever. The point, my my whole take on it was, yeah. listen, it, it, what's fair is fair. Uh, nobody gives back home run balls anywhere or any type of ball. The ball goes to the stands. The rule is that person gets to do what they want to do with it. Now, yeah, the right. Then I get now, now, and by the way, this is good old fashioned capitalism. Sports is a business. Yeah. These guys, yeah. these athletes get paid a lot of money for sports contracts. Do they not? They pay they yeah. get paid big. So the whole thing is a business. So that yeah. means Corey, yes, I th- I should make some fucking money on this ball. Apparently he was offered 2 million dollars just yesterday by yeah, well, it was, it was, And that's they all, said it was 
originally it was worth from the get-go two million dollars right. but of course it's going to be eventually so, worth a lot more than that an auctioneer offered him two million he has not he said nah not a hard pass this guy is going to milk this for the best of his ability to get the most possible that he can and guess what i say pat on the back god bless him that's what he should be yeah. doing why do you think that he's just handed over without any promising anything no negotiation here see here's the, the, the reason why is that it means a lot to a person like Aaron Judge. I mean, think about what he did in history. No, how many other people can say they did that? And how many people will ever be able well, to none. say they did that? None. So for him, this is a very special, it's a, it's one of the most yeah. amazing things that have ever been done in baseball. And like, I feel like that guy, Corey, didn't hit the ball. He just happened to be a yeah, lucky but, fan that caught right, the ball. Right, but that's the okay, yes, great. Exactly. Scary, that. scary. Let me get a, let me get a word in. Yeah, let me get a word go in for it. Go for it. <laughs> Brody is so angry. I knew you'd be pissed. So <laughs> this is typical Danielle. Danielle, you are better than all of us, I have to say. You are. You are. The you're nice than all of us. Good God. But you you had said this. if this guy was a Yankee fan, he could keep the ball and give it to his kids and his family, and that'd be awesome, right? Well, maybe. guess what? I didn't say definitely. I said maybe okay. I would understand well, guess, a little bit well, more. Well, guess what? He's going to give his kids Ferraris. <laughs> and I think they're going to like that a lot more than the... I know, but bro, no, at no, the no, end let of the finish. day, like, me, I think... Let me finish. Let me finish. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, here's what I'm going to say about Judge. He's a great guy. I think he's good with kids. He is, but I, know. I think, And I think he's also looking at it like this. Like, you know what? To him... He's not going to be the sucker to pay $2 million for his own bowl. <laughs> he's like, keep no, your ball. Not, but, That's what but, he's but, but, okay, but think of it this way. Think of it this way. If you made $100,000 a year and yeah. you wanted your ball back and the kid said, now in real life, let's say you wanted something and the kid's like, give me $1,000 and it yeah. meant the world to you. You make $100,000 yeah. a year. You'd come up with $1,000, right? You might come up with $1,000. Yeah, I, I, I would, but to me, okay. it's the no, principle no, 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 of you being I know, I know, I know. Absolutely, absolutely. But if you hit the ball, right, yeah. and it was $1,000, okay, you wanted mm -hmm. it back, $1,000. You make $100,000. $1,000 is a lot of money, but you could put yeah. something together. You'd come up with $1,000 yeah. if you had to. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron Judge was offered a contract by the Yankees for $270-something million approximately, and he turned it yeah. down. He then had the yeah. greatest hitting season of any baseball player in the history yeah. of American baseball. That's why he turned it down. He was hoping that this yeah. would happen. Well, but that, no, he would never, nobody would, look, he bet on himself, but no one would ever think in a million years, a guy who was often <laughs> injured, often didn't live up to expectation, would have the greatest yeah. hitting season in the history of baseball. He's going right, to get a right. contract. He's going to get a 10-year, mm -hmm. maybe maybe an 8-year, 9-year, almost $400 million contract yeah. from somebody. Yeah. And probably the Mets and not the Yankees. So there's so your allegiance right out the, the window. The Mets. <laughs> it, I'm telling you, it's either going to be... It's either going to be the Yankees or it's going to be well, where he grew up. The San Francisco Giants. Okay. Right. But what I'm saying is a man who's worth, who signs a $400 million contract to him, yeah. $4 million is a thousand dollars to a person making a hundred thousand. Yes. And I, and I agree with that. And the Yankees, the Yankees, yeah. if he wants to resign with the Yankees, he can very easily say, I want you to work that ball into my contract. There you go. And get and get the billion dollar Yankee organization well, okay. to pony up $3 million to the kid, give the kid yeah. Major League Baseball tickets to every team in the league yeah. for all he wants, whatever he wants, because it's a spin yeah. the bucket to the Yankees. And they go, Aaron, we got your ball back. They make a nice gesture to Aaron. Aaron gets <laughs> a, a $400 million contract. <laughs> the team gives him the ball like a gold watch to a normal person. And everybody's That's happy. a good idea. 
But yeah, but that kid should take that ball and bury it until somebody gives him $3 million. Damn straight. And you know what Danielle said on the air the other day? She goes, what? he should do the right thing and just give it to Judge. And, and I'm like, what the fuck? Me? Hey, this hey, is hey. me. To me, to me, I would, I would, would be not. like, oh, I get to meet Aaron Judge and he's going to give me tickets to a game and yeah. I get to take pictures with him. Like being the crazy Aaron Judge Yankee person, <laughs> like to me, that's cool enough. Like, I don't think, I'm not thinking about the money. I'm thinking about, oh, my yeah. God, I caught Aaron Judge's ball, and now I get to take a picture with him. And then, and then you go home, okay. and you tell your British husband, your beautiful, handsome, polite, fun British husband, yeah. Sheldon, yeah. that you gave away a ball worth 3 to $4 million because you wanted to meet some guy for two seconds when you meet celebrities every day, and Listen, he's going to go, he loves oh, Aaron Judge, hell. too. Oh, Listen, we were there country. when he hit his 60th. We were there when he hit his 60th. Great. And if you caught the 60th, you would have turned that Dan- shit over from, for $100,000 yeah. in season tickets. Danielle, do you know what happens when you have no negotiation <laughs> and no contract and no work? You, you get Jack Dick. And here's how you got Jack I know I'm gonna, that. Uh, I know I'm gonna that. Give you an I'm going to give you an example of the Mark McGuire situation. When he, yeah. when he hit, he's in the National League, of course, different than the American, right? So, and on steroids. And on, right. <laughs> yeah, right. With an asterisk, we know. Whatever, so that home run ball, asterisk, that home run ball, okay, went to somebody. So that somebody said, you know something? Here's what I want. I don't want money. I want to give the ball to Mark (laughs) McGuire, but I want to meet Mark McGuire, and I want an autographed jersey and this and that and the other thing. You know what Mark McGuire said? Fuck him. I don't want to meet him. No. I will give him an autographed uniform and an autographed uh, bat, whatever the case. So that guy said, well, then fuck you too then. And I think it's, he oh. sold it for how much money, Brody? The oh, Mark I don't McGuire remember. ball but- went for crazy money because... And th- and he was that was a guy being nice. He and didn't now have the ball's a ball's basically worthless because Bar- Barry Bonds hit seventy three. Exactly steroids. So, but the point is that's what happens when you don't when you don't go for the jugular and you don't get you got to play hardball. Pun intended. Well, how about, how I, about hear Tom, you, I hear you? I hear you. I hear you. How about the Tom Brady football guy though? How about that? Oh guy? yeah, he I would have been pissed with him. He caught Tom Brady's last NFL pass before he yep. retired, and then he sold the ball for like what did he sell for? Uh, one point five million or crazy something. Crazy amount of money. Five hundred thousand. Whatever he saw the piece. No, he sw- no, no. Bullshit. Some guy bought it. Some yeah. guy bought the ball from him. <laughs> some schlub. Thinking and it was his last one. Yeah, and then two days later, he unretires, and the ball's worthless. <laughs> yeah. You know you who could have told you fast. that ball would have been worthless? Who? Giselle. Uh, <laughs> Giselle would have told you. Yeah, he's well, not leaving. Well, she caught his balls on a nightly basis, but no not longer. Anymore. Not anymore. That's different. That's different. That's different. Anyway, I, I wanted I wanted to get Brody's dander up. I wanted. To- oh, I'm furious. I'm furious. Well, I'll I'll, I'll 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 tell you what I thought Danielle was going to say because I thought it was about the Mets and the Yankees both being in the playoffs. No, nah. which doesn't always happen because when the Mets and the Yankees played in the World Series, I freaking yeah. hate the Yankees. I hate them. But Danielle's like, no, it's New York. You got a roof for both teams. She has um- no anger in her. None. <laughs> I love it. She doesn't have a harm a harmful bone in her body. Something. Danielle's well, let me tell you something. If the Yankees and the Mets both go to the World Series, I would, of course, be a Yankees fan and root for the Yankees. But if the Yankees don't make it to the World Series and the Mets make it to the World Series against whoever, I'm going to go for the Mets because they're the New York team. Yeah, see, Danielle's it lack just of makes anger sense. Makes it makes sense to me. <laughs> uh, all right. You're la- I have to balance the out the universe. Team- 
The only team that you would never see me ever root for before I drop dead is the Boston Red Sox, and you know that. My yeah. dad would have a freaking heart attack looking down at me if he ever saw me do that. Yeah. See, that's why That's why when the Red Sox played the Mets in the 86 World Series, it was the greatest thing ever because Yankee fans had nobody to root for. Except for Danielle. <laughs> so, you, know what Except you know what Danielle's on Except her way to yeah. right now, uh, Brody? Yeah, Comic-Con. Oh, yes, I'm, le- I'm actually leaving in a few minutes. I'm going to okay. Comic-Con. So we'll let you go, and then Brody's going to talk about what he's doing at Comic-Con tomorrow. You guys are going to miss each other by a day. I know. I wish. I honestly wish that our schedule was okay, and I would have gone tomorrow to see him. But no, we have. Okay. I'm going away for a soccer tournament for the weekend. All so. good, Danielle. Well, Thank and you. to make it up for us, Danielle is going to tweet out and retweet and repost the link to this episode. <laughs> Love you, Danielle. Well, if you, if yes, if you hit me on Instagram and I will repost. <laughs> yes. Well, you're a special guest, so we'll tag you. Yes, no problem, no problem. Thank you, Danielle. Have a great weekend. But listen, Love you, you guys, that, bye. If you, if you catch the ball, you know, the 63rd or some kind of famous ball, <laughs> hand it, give it to me, and I promise I'll give it to Aaron Judge. I promise. Yeah, I'm sure you I, I'm sure I can trust you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Take care. Goodbye. Bye. Oh. oh, oh, that makes me so angry. I know, I know. I was so, I was, I was flippant with her. I was like, What? Look, you, you don't just give it away. You don't. If you if you catch a guy's first home run, right? I give it back because this is like his his memories, his first ever and, home and, run. And it's going to be worthless, right? Well, unless it's, unless well, he goes on to become an Aaron Judge, of course. Right? But. You don't know, but you give the ball back. You get a jersey, season tickets, whatever you want. You work it out. I give the ball back absolutely. But on the sixty second home run, uh, you know, uh, if you feel that that's the record, that you got to take the three million, or you got to take the money. That's millions you're talking about. I know. Millions. I know. Yeah, absolutely. Capitalism, baby. Capitalism. Uh, So speaking of Comic-Con, why don't you explain to everybody what's going on with your wacky packages? Which, by the way, I would uh, expect my advanced copies of those in the mail, but uh, I didn't seem to see those today. Well, I have not gotten them, and I'll tell you why. Uh They were printed in Florida a couple of days before Hurricane Ian hit. They got stuck in North Carolina. And they just made it out of North Carolina two days ago. Ah, okay. I was told they might not even be a Comic-Con in time for me to sign them, but they're going to be there now. Nice. So I don't have any yet. They're sending me some. I have, um, I'm going to print them, put them on my walls, like blow them up and frame them. So wacky packages are collectible stickers made by the Topps card company. They famous for baseball cards, but they also, they made garbage pail kids, which scary collected. Love them. I have every single one of them. Anybody want to buy them? Want to buy them? They're for sale. They, I got, every, I got the, can, whole, the full set. Yep, they can be uh, valuable. And uh, Neil, the artist uh, who, who who drew the Wacky Packages, I'm going to tell you about in a minute, drew a lot of Garbage Pail Kids. So, Wacky Packages are everyday items you find in the store, and they're stickers of them, but they're puns, parodies, trying to make them funny. So, like, when I grew up, uh, Ajax was A-Jerks, and it was like a, an idiot on the thing, and it was like, you know, for morons who want their sinks clean. Whatever it is, like, CoverGirl Cosmetics was CoverGool, and it was like a witch on the thing. And and that's, so, you, you, it's like a pun. You change the name of the product a little bit. So, uh, I uh, met the guys from Tops when they came up to the morning show, and I said, you know, I love Tops baseball cards. I collected them when I was a kid, but you know, my favorite was Wacky Packages, and I'm a comedy writer, and I've always wanted to, you know, write uh, for you guys, at least one, to say I did it. And uh, they said, oh, well, we'll put you in touch with Francis. He's in charge of the Wacky Packages division. And uh, I said, what? You're kidding me. Wow, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so... 
so I emailed Francis and Francis said, oh, we'd love for you to, to write a few. I'd uh, love to make your dream come true. Why don't you send in, uh, we'll do like five. We'll do like a set of five. I said, oh, that'd be fantastic. So in a, it took me about an hour. I, I, I wrote up five and I sketched, I didn't sketch them, but I, I laid them out like, put this in the corner and put that up there and put this here. And this is all the puns I wrote and everything. I sent in uh, six, I sent in five. One got cut. I wanted to do a parody of Caro syrup, K-A-R-O, yep. which is the, the brown syrup you use for pecan pie. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be Karen syrup. One sip and you'll demand to speak to the manager. And it'd be a woman yelling at a guy behind the counter. I love that. <laughs> and they said, uh, no, that might offend people. I'm like, who's it going to offend? Karens? They get offended by everything. Like, nope, the census will never approve it. They, they, they blumped. They, blo- they blocked it. Okay. So then I had, uh, you know those Pop Funkos? The, the, the fun, oh yeah, the, the fun pop, yeah, pun. Yeah, the Funko one, the, the, Pops. Funko Pops, that's right. Yes, I, I'm very familiar with them. They got the big heads and the, and the, the little, the tiny, little the, dolls, the figurines right. with the big heads. Yes. So I did I did uh, poop, Funko poop, and I had like Pooperman. And it was like a little Superman guy, but like a uh, shit logo on his chest, the right. poop emoji. Yes. Instead of the Superman S. Yes. And they drew it up and they and the senses were like, wah, wah, nope. I did short ones for smart ones, the, the little healthy meals. Right. And they said no to that too. But I did get uh, four approved. There's five stickers coming out. Four of mine got approved. All right. And then one one is a, a a copy of what the wrapper would look like. So it's a wrapper with all of the covers. And then the other four that I created. So I will be signing those at Comic-Con October 8th, which is tomorrow. Yep. I hope you get this in time. for at, at 1 o'clock at the Tops booth, which if you have the map when you walk in is 2819. Booth 2819 is a big booth for Tops, all the cards and baseball cards and wacky packages. That's awesome. I'll be there with the artist, Neil, uh, signing autographs. And they went on sale today, well, actually last night, for one week only. That's how they do it. It's a special limited edition set of five. Yeah. It's the New York edition, they're calling it, because it's me. And you can go to um, my... Instagram yep. at David Brody and the little link in the nice. bio and you'll see the link you to know? buy. It's a set of five. I think it's nine ninety nine. Um, now get this. This is yep. where I have to appeal to the Ooh, slices. Go for it. Nobody said anything to me. There's no promises. This is not a job. I don't have a job with them. This is just one of those hobby things I wanted to do when I told you why I was not going to be on the morning show anymore. I wanted time to do fun, creative things. And not be bogged down or or waste my, you know, not waste, but use my good stuff on the show. And then when Wacky Packages is like, write something, I go, I don't got anything. I use it for the show. So I'm, I'm you know, I'm saving up my material. And I, I use enough Wacky Packages. So they said, wow, you know, if these do well, maybe we'll have you work on the 2023 set when the whole set comes out. Oh, wow. Next year. That's great. So I kind of need support from the slices to start hitting that link. You know, it'd be nice if you bought them, but hit the link anyway. Check them out. See the one. I did a Count Chocula spoof, a 7-Up spoof, a Samsung TV spoof. Oh, wow, wow, wow. And, um, uh, oh, and um, uh, Lean Cuisine uh, so we'll, Yeah, don't give it all away. Well, no. But, but, no. Yeah, but I, and, I, and, and you know what? I may support. I, I, think I, may, I think I may have to buy them and not... And not wait for my advanced uh, complimentary copy. You well, know what? I, I can I send you I, an advanced copy for free. Well, I would like... I'd also maybe stop by tomorrow... Um, for well, an, you have Comic Con passes for, for, for an autograph. Um, well, if you have Comic Con passes, you have to get the Comic Con pass. I'd, li- I'd love an autograph. I mean, after all, Neil did draw those garbage pail kids in the uh, '80s. That's correct. Yeah. Oh, you want to get Neil? So, <laughs> fuck you. Fuck Listen, you. We got some sound that we have to play, and then we got to wrap things up because we're out. I got time. one more thing though, since I'm plugging my Instagram real quick. Oh, go for it. Uh, every year when the Mets 
uh, and the Yankees uh, make it to the postseason, especially when I worked on the morning show, I would write a song for the Mets or the Yankees, or the Jets, any of the New York teams. And I would also write songs for some of our bigger affiliates. I wrote songs for the Eagles and the Phillies. In fact, um, uh, Phillies got a feeling to we got a feeling played during the postseason for the 2009 Phillies at the stadium. And I, I've done songs for the Flyers and the Eagles. I think I did um, all the Eagle Ladies, all the Eagle Ladies. And if, if you and if somebody put a ring on your finger for championships, and it was all the, the Eagle Ladies, all the Eagle fans. Anyway, I've done songs for other cities. But uh, I did a Mets song in 2006 when the Mets went to the playoffs and uh, with a local guy in New York from Queens named Lucas Prada with a T, P-R-A-T-A, who grew up a Mets fan. And uh, it got a lot of, a lot of, a lot of success. We written up in all the papers. They played it at the stadium, and uh, he did the street fairs with the Mets, and they did he did events with the team. He was on all kinds of TV shows, local news stations, performing the song. When the Mets went to the World Series in 2015, we did an update on it. I changed all the players' names to the new team, and they played it again. It was a hit again. Well, it's 2022. It's 16 years later. And I'm like, that song's 16 years old. Mets fans who remember the song are asking me and Lucas, hey, what's going on with the song? What are you doing with the song? Are you going to update the song? Come on. So again, I'm, I'm, I got plenty of time on my hands. So I updated the song and it, we released it last night. So if you go to my Instagram, again, the link is in the bio and one of the links will be, you can hear our Mets song, which hopefully uh, the sports stations will play and the Jersey kid will play it uh, when he comes back from vacation on Tuesday. Uh, but if you want to hear it, Check it out on uh, my Instagram page. That's it. You can go to go to commercials now. But I got a lot no, going no, on. No, no, so we no. We're, to... we're done. We're commercial free, baby. Uh, oh. So, so we have some four pieces of sound. Uh, yes, yes, so yes, I got, yes. I got yes, Dante yes. Hall in front of me. Okay. Oh, I didn't want to say his name. I, I labeled it wrong. Okay. Oh, well. well, Dante Hall used to used to be a wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs, and he was in England for a pregame show because. The NFL has games now occasionally on Sunday morning at 9.30 here because it's in the afternoon in England. Right. They have football games Go there. Giants. They're playing this weekend in London. So they had Dante Hall on because he because uh, uh, the European League, there used to be a European Football League, and one of the teams was in England. They don't have it anymore, but they, there were like six or eight teams that played in uh, Spain and Germany, and it does, doesn't matter. And one of the teams was in England. So he's talking about, in this clip, how he grew up in Texas, he spent most of his time in Texas, and he went to England, and uh, he had to make a decision. Well, every part of this clip we're going to play, and we, we'll play it twice, he uses the wrong word. Okay. Let's and the people laugh along like he's making sense, but he isn't. Go ahead. I was a Texas boy, had been in Texas 90 plus percentile of my life. 21 years ahead. Oh, Jesus. So percentile, that's not the right word. Yeah, it's, it's 90%. 90%. Right, ninety percent. Boy, had been in Texas ninety plus percentile of my life. Mm. Twenty one years, I had never oh, left man. Texas maybe two or three times mm. total. <laughs> so you go over now, you are living in a totally foreign country. It's one Pause. or two ways. Is there a partially foreign country? Yeah. Okay, go on. Keep going. Engage into the culture. I was a Texas boy. I, I can't I've pause it. Texas, ninety plus percentile of my life. Let it go. Twenty-one years, I had never left Texas. Maybe two or three times mm. total. So you go over now. You're living in a totally foreign country. It's one or two ways you can go. You can be a hobbit, <laughs> stay inside and just go to practice, or you can engage into the culture. Ooh, engage into the culture. Nope, that's not the mistake. You didn't hear it. They I'm, all laughed when he said it. 
He said, you have a choice to make when you live in a foreign country. You can be a hobbit or you can engage in the culture. He meant hermit. A hobbit. Oh, hermit. A hobbit is a character from Lord of the Rings. Rings. (laughs) Oh, that's hysterical. A hobbit. And they're laughing like, a hobbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope, nope. That's that's not what he meant. That's what they do. You can't go to England and decide to be a hobbit. Now, Megadon, (laughs) what do you got? Okay, all right. So I listen to a fantasy football show on satellite radio. And there's one guy who's the host. He's like, yeah, he's the guy talking like this. The other guy comes in with a fact. He comes in with a fact. He corrects the first guy and adds on to what he says, right? Well, the second guy who's kind of mumbly not only gets the name of the shark wrong, the first guy never heard of it, so he doesn't know he's right. He gives him credit for being right, even though he's wrong. And then he tells him it's, it's a movie starring an actor, and then he says the actor's name completely wrong. So this is two two guys who know nothing talking on the fantasy football show. So you are a shark. That's what I think. You're a shark. That's what a shark does. Oh, Megadon or whatever they call it. Is that it? Megadon? I don't know. I don't know what that is. Is a that thing? The prehistoric. That's a large prehistoric shark. Look at this. I'm impressed by you right now. I haven't said that in a decade. Look at that. I, you know, I don't know what that even is, but well done. I, I'm just, a movie by the way, too. Phil, don't tell me if he's wrong because I can't handle. It. I want Megalodon. to be impressed with my man right here. Let's, Hold on, uh, dude. Yeah, I don't even know if that is a thing or not, but I'm impressed. It's uh, a movie. Oh, Jason they're okay. lying because it, it's 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 megalodon. It's a megalodon, but he's like, I'm, I'm so impressed. I'm so impressed. The guy is wrong, and the other guy doesn't even know. He's like, this is this is terrific. You saw it's a prehistoric, way. and then he says, you have the clip, the second clip. I'm impressed. It's uh, a movie. Oh, of course. He says it's a movie starring Jason Statham. It's Jason Statham. So the guy is wrong across the board, and the other guy keeps going, this guy, I'm so impressed by you. You're so brilliant. Eh, That shows you how dumb the first guy is, that he's impressed by the second dumb guy. Now, if you're listening to this, you don't know what Megalodon is, that's fine. But you wouldn't go on the radio and call it a Megadon and have your co-host tell you you're brilliant. Right. So... Yeah. And then say Jason Statham. Although we do that here on the Brooklyn Boys podcast. We do. I'm sorry. Oh, this is Mind If I Join You. Okay, this is uh, She-Hulk last night. A fantastic episode of She-Hulk. Uh, I'm not gonna, Well, uh, there's a guy in the episode. I'm not going to tell you who the guy is. But the guy sends her over a drink. And she responds improperly. An apple teeny. Cute. Mind if I join you? Sure. He says, mind if I join you? And she says, sure. That means she does. Mind if I join you? Sure. Do you mind if I join you? She says sure. That means absolutely. I mind I if mind. you join me. Oh, yeah. People do that all the time. Yeah, people but do it was it all the time. That, that's a, that. That one is very common. I know, but it's because if you think TV about it, if you, if you take yeah, but they're speaking like we speak. It's colloquial, right? It's 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 basically it's layman's terms. It's easy nah, to it's digest. The because the I'll tell you why. Because. Mind if I join you? Right. If you pick apart the sentence, if you say the word yes, do you mind? You, that means I mind. Don't fucking right. join me. Right. But we do it all the time. Everyone does it. That it's almost like an unspoken. Uh, no, it's spoken. Free pass. No, it's a free no. pass. No, it's not. Because we know. Because when you say sure, that means <laughs> you wouldn't. If you if you really minded, you wouldn't say it so sexy. Like sure. But what, what do they go? Do you mind if I join you? And you say no. They're gonna they're gonna sit there. But you meant you don't mind. Oh. You want them to come over. Do you mind if I come over? No. So they're like, oh, there's one to come over. But you asked me if I mind. Anyway, do I have another oh, clip? Is there another clip? That's all. I think oh, fuck. that's all we got today. You're I a think. hobbit. 
<laughs> Hobbit. <laughs> oh man! All right, we got to get out of here, Brody. Uh, we'll see you at uh, at Comic Con. Comic Con, and next episode, I promise this. I promise, episode one thirty one. I will tell you what happened to my luggage at the airport, and I will tell you why I got stopped and questioned by Homeland Security. I can't believe this. You're a criminal. The boys from. Deport of course, him. I'm a criminal. We're all criminals, like the Red Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.